Been waiting. The wait is over. Hello, happy weekend. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here in uh, in in the splendid surroundings of the Polo Fields Country Club in Louisville, Kentucky. Just lovely, isn't it? Though beautiful day for golf. And Jeff Smith is, of course, uh, chained to the inside golf cave at Otter Creek. Having a great time, though. I like my chain. It's, I got a long one. <laughs> yeah, he's been on a long leash for quite a while. <laughs> That's right. Oh man, I'm this nobody pulls it in. This is an absolutely gorgeous day for golf. Perfect. But the good news, even yeah. the even the professional staff here at the Polo Fields are gathered around their computer, doing their last minute changes to their fantasy football. <laughs> Hopefully on DraftKings. Yes, hopefully on DraftKings. That's it. Now, if you want to, if you want to join them, you can do that. As we've alluded to here recently, DraftKings. You just go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com/fantasy, and you can uh, participate uh, through our site with uh, DraftKings. They power our fantasy golf, fantasy football, baseball, hockey, any any fantasy you <clears throat> you want to have that's around sports. Um, there, there are some we can't handle. <laughs> What's that thing with the broom and the ice? Curling. Curling. Do they have that? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> if you can bet on it, they got it. Uh, so it's, again, thoseweekendgolfguys.com slash fantasy for uh, all of your fantasy football. Because the great thing is you don't have to commit for a year. You know, because I feel sorry for those guys who spent the 100 150 200 bucks, whatever it is, to get into their league. And, you know... Their 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 star running back is already yeah, gone for, for the, the season. season. You know, yeah. <laughs> then what do you do? You got to pay more money. These DraftKings things are one week at a time. Week at a time. Yeah, that's that's a great that's deal. A way to do it. Hey Jeff, I got to tell you a story, man. Now I want yeah. I want the world to yeah. know that I do this not to aggrandize my own self. You're right. But to teach <laughs> to teach lessons from the book of Jeff. All right, brothers and sisters, are you listening? Okay, I have been. <laughs> yeah, not not quite no not quite as much singing dancing going on. Okay, it's the Book of Mormon. I um and it didn't it didn't come from angels in the middle of upstate New York either. It uh it 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 has it has a much uh, a much more realistic I guess you could say <laughs> evolution. Uh, however, I do want to tell you I have studied. Very hard from the book of Jeff, chapter 1, verses 1 through 83, on setup, ball position, grip, aim, etc. And I got to tell you this, we were on a 473-yard par 5 hole the other day. And following chapter and verse from the book of Jeff, brothers and sisters, I was uh, 217 yards from the green after my beautiful high mini draw drive. 217 yards. You do, you do the math. And the book of the book of Jeff says you got to do the math on the you know the scorecard math on that. Yeah, well, and it says but that was a heck of a drive, wasn't it? It was a heck of a drive. Now, I was sitting there thinking about what to do on my second shot while my playing partners played their second shot because I was substantially farther forward than were they. <clears throat> Just thought I'd point that out because one of them's here right now. <laughs> you said you were uh, 
said you were 217 yards away. Yeah, 217. What was the situation? Did you... 217, was it just fairway in front of you? Well, now, i got to tell you that that had I been on the right-hand side of the fairway, I would have had pristine fairway, close-mown grass all the way from me to the pin. But i got to tell you, my direct path was laden. I mean, just filled with, with hazards. Thick rough, a big sand trap. Trees. Trees on the left. Yes. But I took my five wood. I took my five wood. Because, again, from the book of Jeff, it says, know your clubs and be confident in your clubs. And I said, I can get this 217 yards. Not a problem. There was no wind? No, not to speak of. Was it uphill? Was it downhill? The green was probably 10 feet lower in elevation than my uh, shot, my, my lie was. Basically straight. All right. And it flew high it flew straight i mean this was dead at the pin and it started coming down and everyone's going yes 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 and it landed two feet short (laughs) of the green bounced to the left and rolled down the hill eight feet so next week brothers and sisters i want you to join me in studying greatly chapter two verses one through 33 on chipping close to the green from the thick rough <laughs> well, let, me, let me tell you I, I also john i want you to read um chapter and verse uh, on a little bit more exercise to get that extra two feet of flight <laughs> That's, Never misses an opportunity. That's in the he? appendix, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. You're right, Producer Mark. Never misses an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be walked through. It's one of the th- one of the many things I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> but now, man, it, it there is no better feeling in the world than to have. Well, there is. The, one of the best feelings in the world is to have a great golf shot. There is no better feeling in the world than to have two consecutive great <laughs> golf shots. <Yeah. laughs> so, so you're saying that uh, all that light reading is staying off? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm glad that you're not telling people exactly what little room in your house you're doing this light reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice Oh man, but it was it was a phenomenal. You're, you're, uh... Go on. That's, that's great. Yeah. Nonetheless, you're you're out there at the polo fields. Yeah. And enjoying a, a beautiful day. Am, am I to to understand that that at the end of our our fun radio show, I have to go back to work and teach some golf, and you guys are probably going to go play at the polo fields. Is that is that my understanding of how this uh, how this arrangement is? <laughs> good good Lord, willing in the creek don't rise. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those weekend golf guys, they you to get an awful lot of golf in this in this in this bunch. I don't know what's going on here, but I think that I I get more of the the traveling and the working and you get more of the playing. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, bud. Sorry, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. You know? You heads your chance, you blew it. What can I tell you? What can I tell you? Yeah. 
Maybe next time. <laughs> Maybe next time. But, That's okay. Okay. But you know, what, you know the fun part about my job, though? What's that, man? Is, is the truth is, is that when, when more people read from the book of Jeff. Yeah. And they <laughs> have success. That's right. And, you know, when we talk about these things, we say, hey, look, we're, we're not curing cancer here. We're having fun, and we're helping people play better golf. That's it. That's a whole lot better than, than a lot of people bringing all their stress to the golf course. If, if they would lighten up a little bit, just realize, hey, you know, if you just get yourself a, a good, solid, fundamental base, and, you know, your alignment's pretty good, your ball position's pretty good, you know, you're, you're standing there in athletic balance, and, you're, and your hands are on there in a way that it didn't come out of a book, it kind of came out of your body, and how, mm-hmm. how you put them on there, the way your arms naturally hang down, mm-hmm. and, and get real close to that, how much better they play instantly, and how much more fun they have. I mean, yeah. think about it. You and I have talked about how miserable you used to be coming off the golf course. Yeah. But yet, you've also, at the same time, you've you've gotten happier because you got better. And at the same time, you have told me on numerous occasions how you used to be so nervous playing around other people mm-hmm. in your group. Yeah. And you haven't said that to me forever now. No, we we got to thank you're uh, no longer subconscious or self-conscious about your golf game. Yeah, need to need to th- there's multiple elements that go into that. One is feeling more confident like you said, which comes from from reading and 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 uh and putting into practice, not practicing, putting into practice. It's better, <laughs> yeah, it's better that it comes from the confidence, it comes from that. Right. As opposed to coming from, you know, like the the six-pack of beer. Yeah. So yeah, that, those, those people who have plenty of confidence because of that, but it's it's short lived, and then they have a tough time getting you know driving home. So yeah, but also we have we have a guest uh, about uh, average of once a month, Dr. Gary Sales from Indiana University, um, who not only yeah. has a piece of work to listen to, man, funny as heck, but um, can can really help the the head portion of this whole game. So we uh, do encourage you to yeah, pay. The doc, is, the pay, doc is a great guy. Yeah, he is a great guy, man. Need to pay close attention when uh, when Dr. Gary is is around on the show, and we will let you know that. One of the things we want to let you know, too, right now, is we're doing a test. I think they call it a soft launch in the computer business, don't they? Um, you know, we've been mentioning uh, ad nauseum for some people's tastes that we are available with free apps, or as as uh, Jeff will tell you, a frap <laughs> um, from... Free app is a frap. Right, from um, you can get get a free app from um, uh, the the uh, Apple Store, uh, the iTunes Store, or the Google Play Store. Um, Weekend Golf Guys free app, where you can listen to us streaming live both on Saturday and to, uh, starting today on Sunday. All right. So right now, if you were to go and download the app for free from either of those two locations, put it on your personal smartphone, you can listen to us right here, right now. I hope. Because, you know, according to our computer, it's working. <laughs> but that doesn't you know what? really... According to... And I, and, I know that it's, and I know that it's working because I'm getting a text from uh, my sister who is listening to our show, listening to us live right now. And she's sending me texts. So, hey, Kate, hope you're doing great. Thanks for listening to our show. Isn't it nice that we have at least one listener? At least cool. one. I was going to say, she's, she's the one. The one. <laughs> All right, so I guess we can right there, baby. we can promote it heavily now because it works. 
which is good to know. Cool. Love it when right. technology actually works. But, um, yeah, there's one piece, one piece of gear we need to do so we can get you to participate directly uh, with us uh, in, a, in a little um, higher quality format. <laughs> and I just, I just got to say, people, uh, I don't know what's going on, but I went to every electronic store and music store and smartphone store in the city yesterday asking for one piece of equipment. And only one person even knew what I was talking about <laughs> and told me, truthfully, it's rather esoteric. I can order one for you, but I don't carry it. The other reactions I got was, oh, that doesn't exist, to, oh, there's no reason you'd need that, to, why would you want to do that? Why do you want to do that? What are you going to use it for? I mean, people, are you, or are you not in the electronics business? Please. Learn what you're doing. And then, you know, <laughs> the worst part of the whole thing is, is I'm unpacking the suitcase with all our equipment in it today. I find exactly what we needed. <laughs> We're just short one cord to use it, however, but that will be rectified in the next few hours. So uh, next week, wow. next week, you. if you... Created something out of thin air. Yes, I did, man. If you are unable to listen to us uh, live directly on 1450 The Sports Buzz, please download our app and you can listen to us uh, anywhere. You can listen to us live Sundays from noon to one, or of course, the hour will be recorded and will be archived and you can listen to it later at your convenience if you want to. But why would you want to when you can do it live? You know, it's before football. Come on, give me a break, people. Speaking of breaks, let's take one. We will be right back right here, 1450, the Sports Buzz. All right, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening live on the Internet, this is an inside radio thing where we don't yet have the ability to play you what the radio station is playing now, so you're not going to hear anything for about two and a half minutes, you know, except maybe us in the background, joking and smoking and doing all that kind of good stuff, so... Hang out with us. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Battle done. I've got another laptop at home. If my wife wasn't home using it, I'd use it. She gets a little bit upset when I take all of her computer access away. Uh, I can understand. So that little piece, what does it do? It splits the... Uh, <coughs> See, there's there's one plug on an iPhone. And that's your... And yeah. it's both audio out and audio in. And, and, one and, and so you need a plug 
that's got four different bands on it. For the end of that, so that so that you can make the connection, right. so that you can split Go out, in and out, split out the yeah, uh, split out of the iPhone. I got you. All the other connectors only take audio out; they don't do anything. And none of the other technical gizmo place where they sell all electronic equipment don't figure that out. That would have the right plug. Well, so yeah. I was going to take that and then cut that cord and splice in splice other it. cords, but I went, nah. no. <laughs> Shouldn't have to. Wait 48 hours and Amazon will send it to me, okay? Yeah, Amazon <clears throat> will get it. For $6.71. And we'll ship Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think this is going to touch you because it's coming from Shepherdsville. No, it's already, <clears throat> it's already touched us. That's how that hours I got it this week and it's not even peak. I had 35 hours this week. I'm not supposed to work that <clears throat> But anyway, here we go. Yeah. This is going to stay. Cloud cover and oh tell them we're not getting away with the audio It's kind of some dry here so far. How about my name being Steve? Damn it. The damn burner. Yeah, I don't, I don't want an Australian. I don't want... Those weekend golf guys, we are back live on the air, 1450 The Sports Buzz, also live on our very own apps. You can download for free from the uh, iTunes Store or from the Google Play Store. Do it now. Okay. We were going to wait there, but then we figured, oh, no, we'll, we'll just continue on, continuing on here. Jeff uh, Smith, live from the Golf Cave at Otter Creek. John Ashton here. We are at the Polo Fields in Louisville, Kentucky. Country Club, absolutely gorgeous place on an absolutely gorgeous day. Uh, but, Jeff, I, I have to tell you something you've probably heard, but you haven't heard often from me. Uh, I, don't, I don't say this well at all, but y you were right. Oh, well, wait. Is this being recorded? <laughs> yeah, it's being recorded. Yeah, it is. All right, somebody flag this, okay? Um, you know, I was, I was mentioning on yesterday's show that Renegar um, had sent a, a gap wedge. Because I was, I, I was short a gap wedge, and the Renegar people said, "Hey, we got great wedges. We'll send you one." Well, the gap wedge that came, of course, fifty-two degrees, which is what I need, but it's a steel shaft. It's a lot heavier than than the uh, the pings that I have. It's the same, you know, stiffness supposedly. Although I I don't see how a steel stiff and a graphite stiff can really be the same stiffness. But they both say regular flex on them. But the truth is, is that they, they can actually get them the same. Okay. But you, you have to understand it's all a range anyway. You know, I mean, there's there's not like one point on the spectrum that is stiff and then everything else is not stiff. Okay. And then there's a point of regular, you know, on that flex spectrum. you gotta you got to know that there's a, a range. 
and then there's a middle part of that stiff range, and then there's a middle part of that regular range on how much you can actually bend a club. Okay. But they can get them pretty close. Okay, well, that's there's cool. A, there's a couple of tools that are out there that measure that stuff if you really cared. I don't. You know, they'll effectively hold on to <laughs> clamp on the one end and put a weight on the other and kind of match, you know, kind of figure out what the, how much bend it has. And uh, they can they can get it real close, but the weight difference is probably what you felt. I felt a sub- substantial weight difference in the clubs, and and I don't know if it was the weight difference or the the sole plate or the design of the club head or what that was different, but the exact same swing, the exact same setup, and everything was going right, not badly right. Well, I mean, not not like you know shanked right, but was probably ten yards to the right of where I was aiming. Well, it's very possible that your hands just weren't used to that weight, mm-hmm. and they're used to firing and getting the club square yeah. uh, with a little bit lighter club, because yeah. the rest of your clubs are graphite shafts, yep. and the steel being a little bit heavier, you may have just been a little bit slow mm-hmm. in the, uh, the the uncocking of your wrist, so to speak, and right. squaring up the club head. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. It, it's yeah. it's going to take a, a different approach, and I really don't think it's worth doing it learning is not worth learning how to use that club i would be much better suited to uh to go and and get the the club that matches my set as as you suggested two weeks ago yeah, yeah that's just i'm glad you felt it but mm-hmm. you're, you're okay. it's okay if you say it again that's all right we'll all stand by the way mark will push the record button no. again no i said it once <laughs> We'll just uh, make a loop. <laughs> you will not hear it from us a second time. But that that is something that, that probably most amateurs don't understand. Is is like if, if you figure you need a wedge to, to fill out the complement of the wedges you already have, that you should either get one that matches what you already have or if for any reason what you already have is not sufficient you should buy wedges as a set so that you can practice with them and, and have the same feel to all of them correct i tend to agree with that um because the, the wedges are you know you, you full swing a couple of them but you know and, and that's its own timing but you know to have many different uh weights and different feels when you're trying to hit soft shots around the greens is mm-hmm. not a good idea, right? Because you're you've got too many things going on there, and and it feels different. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that that everybody has their their best, most consistent golf game. And I think it's pretty important for people to realize, hey, look, it's really good to have the best feel and make it consistent. Because yeah. if you're going to spend money on golf clubs to get them, at least make sure they feel the same. Yeah, it's really helpful. Yeah. And, and, you know, especially wedges, if you're going to get good wedges, which, you know, the Renegers are really good wedges. Uh, or, you know, people, they think wedge, they think Volky, because that's what they see in advertising all the golf magazines or, or whatever. Uh, it's it's not a cheap investment. I mean, good wedges run you no, about 130 no, bucks a piece, won't they? 120 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, something like that, 100, 120 bucks. Well, if you're buying yeah, four of them at a time, that's, you know. Good shots you can hit, it's pretty good. You know? Well, uh, I mean. It's worth it. Yeah, the, I mean the the the, the, the return on that investment is good for those of us who play a lot. 
but I mean, if you're if you're like a once a month kind of golfer, you play you know ten to fifteen rounds a year. That's kind of a steep investment. So if you do invest money for wedges, I just suggest play more often. Right. That's the best advice I've heard on this show. And, you know, <laughs> just play more. That's it. Just play more often. You'll get you'll get much much more value out of all that money you spent on the clubs. Of course, you know if you are an amateur golfer, your your budget for balls will increase substantially. But you know, hey, what the heck? What the heck? Well, it In- just depends on what woods you walk into. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, I, I was reading a thing online too about uh, how how to choose the ball that's right for you, and they kept saying about take take two that you're thinking about using, and you know hit them both with the same club and then putt with them both and just see which one works. But I was thinking to myself, yeah, that's great advice for somebody who hits the ball the same way every time. But how many amateurs hit the ball the exact same way every time? Well, you do. Do I? You. Well, I you do. You learn from the book of Jeff. I do now. <laughs> yeah, you do now. That's true. Right. That's true. See? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Never mind. I just want to make sure that I point that out. You do hit the ball pretty much the same way. As Roseanne Rosanna which Dana once said. Which ball should you play, right? Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, that's that's the question. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, but if that applies to you now, right? Yeah, it does. And and I, I've gotten to the point where I can notice a difference. You know, I can notice that, that if I take the same arc, same speed, Let's say, you know, off the, the first cut of, of the rough on a green. Um, and, and I, because I, I'm much more comfortable with my sand wedge for some reason than any other wedge for chipping close to the green. Okay. Unless it's real close and then I use a lob wedge and hope. But the sand wedge I feel real confident with. In fact, I chipped in uh, on the 18th hole last week. You know, just want to point that out too. <laughs> I had perused the book of Jeff chapter on chapter on chipping. I just hadn't memorized it yet, but um, it you can tell the difference. Sometimes you can do it, and the ball will you know arc a little bit, hit the green, and check. Sometimes it'll hit the green and just roll off to you know like the next tee. <laughs> and I guess that's that's more of a more more to do with the ball itself than um, than the way it's being hit. As long as it's being hit the same way and correctly each time, right? Oh, there's a little bit of how hard you hit it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to talk about that. <laughs> but if you're really talking about could it roll off the green and go to the next tee, uh-huh. um, I think you may have struck it just a little harder than that. You know, you know, I've told myself a million times not to exaggerate, Jeff. I'm sorry. It's, you know, one of one of my character flaws. <clears throat> But, a million, huh? <laughs> at least. A million dollars for every time you said that. That's right. <laughs> at least a million. At least. At least. But um, it's it's just something, I guess, just comes with that nasty P word. Practice. Yeah, I know. The nasty P word. Practice, practice, practice. You, you get, no, I nag at you all the time. But, you know, if in, in, the, in, the, in the book of chipping, as we talk about it, there's also that part about reading the green, and you actually must have done that. Yeah. Maybe subconsciously. No, I'm, ge- I'm getting a little bit. Looked at the green, maybe even walked up on it, put your feet on the green, and 
read it and well, kind of felt what was about to happen to your ball, so you could chip it in. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> hey Jeff, why don't you say hi to Joe Fredericks, the, uh, well, the yeah, the head head pro out here at Polo Fields, and uh, and Joe, thanks again for having us out here, man. Gorgeous yeah. place. You guys just keep making it prettier and prettier every time we come out here, man. <laughs> well, uh, well yeah, I wish I could take credit for that. That's our, uh, that's our superintendent, Pete Willard, does a great job out here. I want to ask you a question because a lot of people listening, you know, this is one of the courses that they they have uh, on on their either their wish list or their regular attending list how many times do you when you play this course and i know you do every once in a while but not often because you have to work for a living but how many times do you use a driver out here on how many holes mm, let's see five mm, about ten. Ten, really because mm-hmm. this is basically a, a shot makers golf course it is yeah you have, have you, yeah you'd feel pretty comfortable with your driver to hit it out here yeah. <laughs> and I do. Okay. But that's it. Yeah. That's as far as it goes. <laughs> Anything else in my hand, it's a struggle. I mean, Jeff, there are holes here where you get on the tee and you go, Yeah, where you get on the tee and you go, If I hit this right, I'm going to run out of fairway. <laughs> so it's like a 50 50 proposition. Um, it's a yeah, it's a fun golf course to play. It's obviously it's a shot maker's golf course, but if you can hit your driver and can control the driver mm-hmm. uh, here, um, you know, you you've got the got a chance of scoring pretty well out here. Yeah, that's that's to keep it in the fairway. Yeah, and because uh, because a lot of times when you get off the fairway, you're 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 behind trees or you have to go around a corner or something like that. That most of us don't have the slightest idea how to do. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also some uh, some folks whose windows are a little close if you make an errant shot. You know, so yeah, yeah. I've hit a couple of rooftops. That's for sure. <laughs> Rooftops don't shatter as well oh, as yeah. windows. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess I can advertise for my dad since he's a roofer. I've got a shot of getting it fixed. <laughs> so, anything uh, cool coming up? You got anything going uh, on? Actually, right today we've got our really our last event of the year. We've got our mixed couples here uh, going out at one o'clock. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have about uh, twelve teams going out of uh, mixed couples or divorce golf, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> we'll, see who, we'll see who comes back without any blood on their isn't that, isn't that fantastic? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's perfect. Yeah, that, that's that's why it's mixed couples because none of them want to play with their wives. They're, they know they're going to come back bloody if that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was out at a golf course once, and there was a, there was a guy and his wife were were playing. They they paired him up with us, and and I made the comment to the guy one time. I said, "Be cool if my wife played golf so we could play together." And he just looked at me and shook his head. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'll tell you, if I got a minute, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, my aunt and uncle played in these events all the time, and he was a um, probably about a two or three handicapper, played in high school and college and that, really good player. And they were playing in a couple's event, and they were on this par five. He was sitting in the cart, and it was her shot. They were playing alternate shot. And uh, she looked at him and said, well, what do you think I should do? And he said, well, I'll tell you what, the best thing you can do right now is whiff it. I'll knock it on the green, and we'll be putting for birdie. <laughs> at that, she turned around, took her club, hit the thing straight out of bounds, and said, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> Hell hath no fury. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, it was, it, it, yeah, it's one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. And that's a true story. That, yeah, that is a true story. And who got custody of the clubs after that day, I wonder? Oh, that is dangerous, though. I mean, playing mixed couples or any alt shot. 
Yeah, yeah. We uh, our turn, our format today is it's pretty fun format. They first six holes are a scramble, the next mm-hmm. six are an alternate shot where we we have the ladies tee off on the odd holes, men tee off on the even holes for mm-hmm. the alternate shot, and then the last six are two net. So we got basically you know three different tournaments going on. Mm. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty pretty fun. But we we suggest you don't play alt shot with anybody that you're either really really not with someone who you were really good friends with, or someone you don't care if you never see them again. Those yeah, are your two choices. You never see them again. <laughs> yeah. it, can, it can strain a friendship. Yeah, that friend is going to remind you of that in the next week when you're out. Believe me. So um, the season, I mean, you, you guys keep it open year-round, yeah, don't you? We're open year-round. Uh, obviously, the only day we're closed on is Mondays, mm-hmm. uh, being a private club. But, right. uh, yeah, we're, we're open year-round, as long as there's not snow on the ground and then people will come out and play. Is, are there any temperature cutoffs or anything or no you know usually a lot of people think the golf course and things like that but once it gets frozen mm-hmm. you can't do any damage to it okay you know, everything's pretty good uh, and obviously being bent grass and tees fairways and greens we stay green year round so yeah it's, it's you pretty do nice that's that's one of the things you come out after every every golf course you've been to is all brown and yucky and you see this place you go how do they do that would they spray paint this stuff or <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we got to fly over. It's like, have you ever seen a golf course in Phoenix? You know, Phoenix is there's absolutely nothing but but dirt and rocks, and and suddenly you come to this golf course and it's lush and green. You yeah. go, how'd they do that? Right. Plenty so, of water. Yeah, that's yeah. you got to ship that in from Lake Tahoe or that's something, right, yeah. but. But you've got uh, you've got water here. I mean, you've got everything. You've got some water hazards. You've got some long holes. You've got some short holes. You've got yeah, holes yeah. where you have to, you know, course management comes really into play. Right, right. Yeah, there's a little bit of everything. We've got some uh, pretty good ravines. You got to and and the good thing about our golf course too is uh, even you know like I said earlier, it is a shot maker's golf course. But you, you've got a lot of carry to fairways. So mm-hmm. you know you've got to be able to get it up in the air off the tee and and get it out there pretty good. I mean, we've got some carries that are. You know, around two ten, two twenty, and on some of the holes. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you, you know, again, you have to be able to hit it good and hit it straight, and get it in position. Definitely, but then again, if you don't hit it good and hit it straight, I mean, that that's that, what everybody that's is right. aspiring yeah, that, to, that's right? Any golf course, yeah, you hit it bad anywhere, you're going to score bad. You know, people ask me all the time, you know, that how'd you play? Well, you know, you swing bad, you hit it bad. <laughs> that's just the way it goes. That's why they call it golf. Yeah, yeah. I think, but uh, memberships. Available. I mean, uh, yeah, plenty of memberships available. Um, you know, obviously, we'd like to continue to grow that. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like you said, the golf course is great. We got great facilities here. I mean, you guys are standing out here doing our show on our our back veranda here yeah. that uh, we use throughout the year. So, yeah. uh, with a swimming yeah, pool to the left pool, and the yeah, tennis courts to the right. Yeah, I mean, this is full blown country yeah, it's a club. Beautiful setting for anything you want to do. Yeah, and uh, outings, weddings. Uh, you know, we we do it all. Yeah, you know. it's fantastic. So, uh, you know, give uh, give Joe a call and. Uh, Maybe he'll come out and let you take a tour or something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look around the course. See how, how uh, amazingly easy this difficult course can be. <laughs> yeah. It's well said. Well said, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those courses where you play it the first time, and then you go, oh, I've got to go do that again. Yeah. Because now I know where to go. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's the fun thing about it is, you know, the first – the first hole is a short par four, you know, so, yeah, you really don't want to hit driver there because you got a big ravine mm-hmm. uh, that cuts the green off. So, yeah, you're 
really the first time you haven't had a chance to hit drivers on three after you play a long par three and yeah. you're sitting there uh, you know, trying to drive it out of a chute <laughs> with houses on the right and out of bounds on the left, and you're going, yeah, this is a great start to go for a driver. <laughs> a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun, so yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and you look around, you go, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, where do I warm up? There's no place to warm up. It's rather extensive practice facility right across the street uh, yeah, here. Absolutely. Yeah, we um, plenty of plenty of range balls, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we, we've got a great practice facility here. We do, you yeah. know, forty to fifty yard chipping green uh, in length, and then forty or fifty yards around it, where you know, really from one one side of the chipping, uh, one side of the fairway area to the other side of the green is about hundred yards. So mm-hmm. you can really work on your short game really good. Yeah, sure uh, can. And of course, the putting green's right out here in front of the clubhouse. Yeah, and it's and it's great. So uh, make it a point, put it on your list, and come on out and uh, and check out the polo fields. Um, you know, the, the hardest part about it is just finding it. Yeah. You know, because there's, there's no sign. No. no <laughs> per, pretend you're going to Long Run Park, okay? Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's actually pretty easy. You know, I tell people, like, where are you? Well, it's actually pretty simple. You know, you know where Valhalla is? Yeah, drive about two miles past Valhalla and take a left on Flat Rock and you'll get here. <laughs> That's right, exactly. <laughs> and once again, I pass Valhalla and the gate's closed. Uh, yeah. It happens every time I go by there. Uh, they hey, see me coming. You don't drive by there early enough. <laughs> if you're like me and you drive by there early in the morning, it's open all the time. You can just drive right in there. Uh-huh. Yeah, see how far you get. Yeah, well, <laughs> see, but you get that PGA thing next to your name. They they tend to you know genuflect a little bit deeper no. when you walk in than when. You know. uh, not necessarily. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff Fredericks, we appreciate again the uh, the hospitality and uh, being out here. It's a great place. So come on out and uh, and give give Joe and the guys in the uh, in the pro shop a call, and he can set you up. It's uh, if you're looking for a, a home for your golf game, this is uh, probably the one of the best places in town to. Uh, to park your yeah we, we definitely think so we've got a great spot out here and, yeah. and uh, love to have people come out and check it out for yeah sure. do that what's the phone number get through two four four six six eight eight or you know you can get online uh polofieldcc.com and check us out now that two four four six six eight eight pretty easy if you can't remember that <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be playing this game yeah all right yeah well if you make a lot of four sixes and eights here you're gonna be in trouble <laughs> yeah, like that's true. <laughs> all right All right, listen, we're going to take another quick break here uh, on the radio, 1450, the Sports Buzz. Great, thanks, Joe. Right, now you can drink, Abby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, I heard Jim say he was buying. I heard Jim say he was buying. So hell. Yeah. Obviously, those things really. Distort <laughs> the Well, two o'clock, that's not that, hey, is it a you know. We got to load up anyway, you know. I'm going to be out long. About 30 minutes. Load up. Load up. Have a play, Mary. Yeah. Once again, these are the plans of, of uh, hardworking radio professionals, for those of you listening on the uh, on on the live stream right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You reminded me of that. Yeah, that's, that's don't say anything nasty. Don't say uh, so Edward. it's not controlled by the FCC, so, you know, go for it, you know. <laughs> I'm not aggrandizing myself. He, see, he just, wants to, he just wants to point out the fact that he was listening and, and he understood a big word I used. That's, 
listening. He was paying attention. Live with, yeah, yeah, live with that fantasy. <laughs> All right, man, you were there. And you do the math. You were there. You had to do the math. I didn't like doing the math. 217 yards. I know I can do it. <laughs> with a five word. Downhill, with the wind. I came up short. Stars aligned. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, man. Where's Trent? Got an ego, you got a birdie. Part four. Ooh. Part four. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Number nine. Number nine. One minute, ladies and gentlemen. One minute. <clears throat> Can't find my cursor. Here we go. Oh, you were the last time we were here. Okay, right, 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 right. Here's nine hole, 109. No, no, it's, you I'm misunderstood. The hole's not big enough. That's my excuse. <laughs> yeah, those those five inch holes or whatever they are, they're just not big enough for me. Those weekend golf guys, we are here, John Ashton, live at the Polo Fields in Louisville, with of course um, Jeff Smith. That's his name. Well ensconced in the golf cave at Otter Creek in Columbus. And uh, wait, wait a minute. What am I hearing now? Golf cave's better than a man cave. Is it really? That's cool. That's the best part about. It. Yes, it is because you know, of course, I've got the cable TV in here. You know. Okay. Of course, I've got the the, the launch monitor. You know, I've got the simulator. Uh-huh. You know, I've got the big gigantic screen, so we're in here at night, and it's and it's up, and people are hitting golf balls. You know, and I've got you know three bays in here where. You know, I can have three golfers comfortably hitting at one time. They get to see their shots. I get to be in here instructing, and I've got a really cool putting thing. But the best part is mm-hmm. we're here at Otter Creek at the golf course. Mm-hmm. It's heated in the winter. It's cool in the summer. And they just built a brand-new bar about 15 feet outside your door. So there you go. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice bar. And you know what? Four monstrous televisions there as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody's having some good food, some good drinks, hanging out. It's going to be a good thing for the for the uh, for the golf cave. You know what I just heard? A good thing. This is totally unrelated to this conversation, but I just heard it. Not only are we live on fourteen fifty to Sports Buzz in Louisville right now. Not only are we live streaming on our free apps that you can get from the iTunes Store or or uh, Google Play. Yep. 
But we're also streaming live on XRQK Los Angeles. Get out. And for a guy who's been in radio for 30 years, I just love to say that. Los Angeles. XRQK Los Angeles. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Love being live in Los Angeles on a Sunday. Yeah. L.A. on a Sunday. Nice, nice L.A. morning. Neil Diamond songs keep popping into my head for some reason now. Yeah, we're heard everywhere, coast to coast, border to border. Like buttered toast. Like buttered <laughs> toast. That's it. It's only nine forty-eight out there. What I say? Los Angeles. Yeah, early morning. Early some, morning. Yeah. For some of us, it's early morning. For some of us, it's you know half the day's over. <laughs> <laughs> depends on when you start. It depends on when you start. So, and which, which brings me to we we our conversations. We were talking about uh, chipping and stuff like that. Is is chipping something you can teach, feel, or is it something where you just teach the rudimentary? Here's here's what the arc should look like. Here's what the grip should look like, and here's where you put the ball in relation to your back foot, and just keep trying it until it works. No, no, no. Uh, we we start with those basic fundamentals, but as players begin to feel. Then we begin to teach in different ways to get them to feel how to move the club a little bit differently. Sometimes there's technique training involved, um, and sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's, hey, can you see if you feel this motion right here? You'd be surprised at how many people, once you get them to soften their hands up just a little bit, mm-hmm. how much they can feel yeah, and how good they can become. Now, I know you don't. It's amazing to me how many people squeeze the club so hard that everything is a really difficult thing to move a club, and then to sense how hard to hit it. Yeah. Because they don't have any, they don't have any short game control because they have no sensation of how they just hit, how far they just hit the shot. Gotcha. Now you don't you don't wear a glove at all, but. Do you suggest to people who normally use gloves during the course of a round to remove the glove for field purposes on chipping and putting? Or is it a personal well, choice? You know, I, have, I have had that conversation with many of my, uh, many of my students, and usually the better players, um, the, the more attuned they are with their, with their short game, the more they remove their, their gloves because they realize, hey, this is a delicate shot. I want all the the sensation in my hands. I want to know. I want to feel how I'm essentially wielding the club. Mm-hmm. They want to know. Okay. So a lot of time, uh, I will have a conversation with them, but I let them come to their own conclusions. Now, at the same time, that's a lot of it is is humidity dependent. If it's really hot, really humid, the hands are perspiring. Um, you know, sometimes they really want the glove on because they have a specific feel that they don't want to lose right. with the glove on because, you know, you might have to dry your grips, you might have to dry your hands, or, you know, it, yeah. it can be difficult. So I think I think even even the better players that tend to, to take the glove off in, in the short game area, uh, sometimes they leave it on. I think they're, they're making that decision uh, based on how they feel on the day. Mm-hmm. So I, okay. I don't wear gloves just because I don't wear one. I don't I don't like the feel of them. Uh-huh. Um, I've not really ever played with a golf glove on except when it gets just like excruciatingly humid. Okay. For example, uh, this July when Caroline and I were down uh, playing golf in Pinehurst and we played uh, at Tobacco Road, 
and it was 97 degrees when we teed off and quite humid. So uh, I actually wore it off. Really? Okay. And cool. I wore it uh, the entire time, and I, I didn't even take it off the pot. Aha. I just had a better feel for what was going on that day. So it was like mittens in so February. I would never wear a glove. Like mittens in That's February, right. got to keep it on. Keep keep yeah. I I've been taking mine off for putting. I found that my putting is is getting better when when I don't have the glove on because you know I use a bionic glove which is very heavily padded, and um, it does it does uh, create a much better grip uh, on your especially when your grips needed to be replaced three years ago and you still haven't done it. But uh, it, it it does give a much better grip on the club. I but told you, John, you needed to get a grip. I know. I've been told. <laughs> <laughs> a grip I could afford. It's 14 of them at one time that sets me back, man. <clears throat> but I found that without the glove uh, on, on the putter now, um, it, it's It's easier. It's easier. We're going to have a problem with the intrepid producer, Mark, and the rest of the studio audience here. Fourteen, Mark. Fourteen. <laughs> yeah. That's all, huh? Fourteen. Well, it just seems like uh, so few. I know. They're, grow- they're, growing them. they're growing them so bigger these days. I mean, children, taller, much taller, older looking. Number of clubs. No, oh. no, I was, <laughs> I was talking about the age of the woman who just walked by. <laughs> Back off, buddy. Um, they have closed the pool. Today they're closing the pool here at the Polo Fields, which is a sad day because the scenery here from the veranda is usually much better. Uh, <clears throat> but we, we digress. Once again, we do, so well. we do it so well. That's why we do it so often. So, um, yeah, so gloves. And I guess you probably need to take two of them on a, on a, on a humid day, too, because once they get wet, they kind of stop working well. <clears throat> Pulling them on and off gets to be a, be a pain. When, when you pull off your glove and you see those dark stains, <laughs> and you go, uh, this kind of defeats the purpose, man. Defeats the purpose. But All right, so I'm all ready, man. I'm going to get my, my clubs regripped, and then I'm um, going get, to get a new driver. Name brand? Big deal? Is that what you got for me, buddy? No, just a good, just a good quality driver. Um, you know, certainly there are, you know, great ones on the market that aren't even this year's. You know, maybe they're last year's or the year before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Ping makes good drivers. Titleist makes great drivers. Callaway makes great drivers. TaylorMade makes great drivers. Mm-hmm. Mizuno. Uh, you, you, there's a bunch of them on the market right now that, you know, I know that, I know that you've had your favorite Ping Rapture for a while. And um, that's okay. But I think I've got another one for you that, that's going to treat you real nicely. Well, that's good because that's what I need. A set of instructions. Yeah, it does come with instructions. That's great. That's great, man. That's great. Mm-hmm. And a, an additional chapter to the book of Jeff is being written even as we speak. But again, with yeah. with with great with great uh, uh, pomp and circumstance and and uh, relish and gusto, I will devour it and uh, and get out there. We got to come up. We'll be doing our show live. Um, from this brand new facility they've just built at Otter Creek sometime in the not too distant future. And uh, that's something that we're all looking forward to. So we'll be up there and, and check it out. Columbus, Indiana. Man, Indiana, once again, the state of Indiana is a hotbed of golf activity. And it's just over the river from uh, anybody here. Now, the question of, that has been posed, and, and you know, 
if, if you're listening from out on the West Coast or wherever, and you probably don't care, <clears throat> but the question is, see, we have an identity crisis here. Is Louisville the southernmost northern city or the northernmost southern city? See, that's the question. I want you to ponder that. I can't answer that. I mean, how can you be this, this close to Indiana and, consi- and consider yourself southern? But then again, as Mr. Mason said to Mr. Dixon, we got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> so there is a point at which you become. Uh, no, we're not. Virginia is, is south of the Mason-Dixon line. Where does it go? Are we north of the Mason-Dixon line? Does anybody know where the Mason-Dixon line is anymore? <laughs> right. I guess That's the, the question. question is, when you go to a restaurant, do they serve iced tea a sweet or unsweet? Right. And do they serve it in mason jars or Dixie cups? That depends on what side of the line you're on. Okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was uh, North Carolina, Tennessee. Yeah. Was, uh, was the line. Okay. I yeah, don't think I so. so. I, think, I think it's... I could be wrong. You, you uh, could I be. Could be wrong. <laughs> what do you know? Yeah, you could be. Right. In fact, I think you are. But... Everything south to me. When you grew up in New England, that's right. <laughs> I mean, you don't even worry about South or West. You've got New England and the rest of the world, you know, and that's it. You don't care about much else because you, you know. I mean, what do they call the city of Boston, the hub of the nation? How long ago was that? <laughs> you know? 1723, maybe. <laughs> 2015? I don't think so. Yeah, it is. Quite different, quite different. So anyhow, we've got great, great stuff coming up, and we will be live um, doing some great stuff all year long, too, all right? Because people say, oh, golf, that's a summer sport. You know, well, you know, if you live in a part of the country where you get snow in winter, yeah, you're right. But see, the great thing about us is we can now pack up and go. So we're following the sun. What was that uh, surfing movie they did? Uh, the great, uh, great Summer. Great summer? Endless okay. summer. Endless, endless summer. summer. That was it. That was endless it. Summer. We are, yeah. We're embarking on our endless summer. Yes, that was it. We're going everywhere that we can afford, <laughs> which means maybe North yeah. Carolina. <laughs> it's, it's, it's entirely possible that we've got a Motel 6 in North Carolina with our name on it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Only if we change our name to Motel 6. We wind up in the... <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's also possible that we wind up in the Dominican Republic. Yes, we will and, be. Uh, we do. From Keith of the Dog, so mm-hmm. you we, know. we do have a couple of shows scheduled uh, to, to be done live from the Tooth of the Dog. Which tooth, we're not sure, but we will, mm-hmm. be, uh, we will be somewhere in the Dominican Republic. Um, we, of course, will be in Orlando for the PGA show. Um, we need to head out west too. We need to, you know, get some of our because you know we're on the air, like I said, right now live in Los Angeles. We need to get some some friends out there to say, hey, come on out and do the show from, you know, come on out and do the show from Thousand Oaks. Come on out and do the show from San Jose. Anybody in San Diego want to invite us out? We'll be there tomorrow. Okay, just saying, just saying. Yeah, you're not kidding there. <laughs> yeah, I got news for you. I'm going to be doing the show. Uh, I believe it's uh, two weeks from now. Uh-huh. Whistling straight. 
Okay, wow. Jeff, goodbye. Thank you very much for joining us today. We had a great time, uh, and thank you for listening. And you can uh, check us out, thoseweekendgolfguys.com, anytime. Again, DraftKings, go to thoseweekendgolfguys.com slash fantasy. Follow us on Facebook or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash golfguys or on Twitter, follow us at WKNDGolfGuys. We got it all in. We're going to go play golf. You should too. Bye. Hey. WXPW, Jefferson.